Humans are weird. Chocolate cake. Written by Betty Adams. Do you know why we called you in today? Fifteenth sister asked. The human shifted uneasily in his chair and glanced anywhere but at her gleaming, faceted eyes. Fifteenth sister made a quick mental check of her expression. She hoped that she wasn't displaying human aggression signals. Her mandibles rested in a close but not tight position. Her antennae were parked in interest, and her head was slightly tilted to the side to give her the best focus of the human. I really don't, the human finally said. Fifteenth sister flicked her antennae in acknowledgement. I am afraid that Amber's song had some concerns about your health. Fifteenth sister informed him. Okay. The human tightened the fleshy covering over his disconcerted single-point eyes. That means he was focusing his attention on her, waiting for further information, she remembered. Yes, Fifteen Sister went on. He was concerned that you have not reported in taking enough nutrients to maintain your health. Dude, the human muttered and his gaze dropped to his hands and his smooth expanse of his forehead wrinkled in a fascinating manner. She took the totality of his reaction to mean that he was pondering this information. Don't know where he gets off saying that, the human finally said. I've been eating plenty, and I reported all of it in my daily log. Here is your log. Fifteen sister pulled up the table of the holographic display. She was increasingly grateful that their sight overlapped enough that they could share this most efficient display method. Can you confirm that these are the inputs you entered? she asked. Yeah, the human said after a moment. Seems about right. According to this, Fifteenth Sister said, you've consumed primarily simple dead carbohydrates for the past three days. Yeah, the human bobbed his head vigorously in a manner that would indicate the serious neural dysfunction in the shatar. Since the party, we've been going through the remaining party food. Ambulus song assures me that this is a wholly inadequate diet for your species, Fifteenth Sister observed. He even suggested that if you continue this pattern, it could start showing serious medical effects within days. Yeah, well, the human raised and lowered his shoulders. The chocolate cake was almost gone, sir. It'll be fine. I mean, I won't get scurvy in three days. Fifteen sister felt her antenna curled in annoyance and worked to keep her full level. She had been warned about human colorlessness, about their nutrient health. She would deal with this like a professional. End of story number one. Story number two. Humans are weird. Schadenfreude. Written by Betty Adams. May I see what you find amusing, human friend Mac? Kulcht asked. Survey Corps Ranger Mac Dodge shifted his tablet so that the Triss could see the screen and invited Kulcht to perch on his shoulder. Kulcht scampered over the settle on Mac's shoulder. Just enjoying a little Schadenfreude, human friend Mac said. I've been monitoring this idiot for the months, and his gravitational chickens just came home to roost. Kulcht mulled over how little these sentences meant to him as human friend Mac reset the video to play. Could you please adjust the blue range light? Kulcht requested. Oh, right, quick bud, Mac said as his fingers flicked across the screen and the end of massive limbs. The light from the screen muted and the image clarified. It was a human in a uniform of a survey corps ranger. He was clearly setting up some sort of sensor or a collection device in a fairly complex platter in the middle of a forest clearing. Told you the brackets couldn't hold the planetary well, human friend Mac muttered. Kulcht pondered that as he watched the playback. It was fairly clear from the context that human friend Mac wasn't talking to him. 
The video was freely pre-recorded and no note of recording function seemed to be active on the tab. Did humans normally attempt to converse with non-responsive media? However, the scene depicted soon drew his full attention. The energetic overload lights and the sensors began to flash, and then one of the fringes began to smoke. The central sensor suddenly exploded at the sparks and dropped like a stone, striking the human ranger in the head. Human friend Mac burst into laughter, beginning with a hoot and startling quilched into standing. I told him that he couldn't buy guess and by golly those repulses. Human friend Mac said within his laughter, Human friend Mac, Colched snipped out in shock, are you indulging in sadism? Huh? Human friend Mac looked down at Colched out of the corner of his eye. Sadism? No. Why? Are you not taking great pleasure in that human suffering? Colched asked. Well, yes, human friend Mac admitted as he flicked his fingers to play the scene again. Isn't that sadism? Colched asked. No, no, human friend Mac assured him. Sadism is enjoying causing pain. Do you have a name for the enjoyment that you're experiencing at his pain now? Kultich asked. Oh, yeah, the human friend Mac said with a grin. We call this beauty of the situation Schadenfreude. And how does it differentiate from sadism? Kultich asked. Because I warned the idiot, human friend Mac spat out. I must have told him forty times that you have to sink the gyros to the exact gravity or they'll pop. I went over the procedure with him as many times, like I said, chickens. So this is Schadenfreude? Goldschut asked. Is it taking enjoyment out of the fading or to instruct your friends into safety procedures? Nah, human friend Max said as he played the loop again. Just means enjoying the suffering of others. The I told him so, but is the icing on the cake. Kultich counted up the number of colloquialisms and decided the perusal wasn't worth it. End of story number two. Story number three. Humans are weird. All naked. Written by Betty Adams. Are you feeling well this morning, human friend Steve? Chris Kilt asked when Steve had settled onto the bench. Steve gave a tired grunt as he leaned over the table and rested his elbows on either side of his breakfast tray. Chris Colt decided to ignore the clearly impolite gesture, as no matter what the sound had meant, human friend Steve was clearly not particularly chipper this morning. May we continue our conversation from last night? Crosscut asked once Steve had consumed the amount of coffee that allowed for normal brain function. What conversation? Human friend Steve asked, opening an eye far enough for his pupil to peer out to Krosk. She tilted her head to the side and considered... There really had seemed to be multiple threads to the odd conversation last night. It would be hard to untangle them, but she supposed the main point would do to a start. The one about the naked trisk, she explained. Human friend Steve stared at her through one open eye for several seconds, then blinked both eyes slowly. He forced himself up into a position of maximal gravitational efficiency and took a deep breath before rubbing his face with his free hand. What now? May we continue our conversation from last night about the naked trisk? She repeated it slowly, making sure to enunciate each word clearly. Darling, human friend Steve said slowly, I have never once discussed the clothing or lack thereof you spider types wear, and we didn't discuss anything last night. Krusks tilted her head to the other side and considered how best to argue the point, given that he seemed in a serious earnest that she could only assume that he was testing her on a human protocol. Picks, or it didn't happen, she said in a cheerful tone. I understand. 
He blinked rapidly in a show of confusion as he activated the hollow projector on a tablet and played what she had recorded. Pardon me, hollow her and hollow him. I did not understand that statement. Hollow human friend Steve sat bolt upright in his bed, staring fixedly at the wall with a large grin on his face. Naked, he said, then giggled. Naked? Hollow repeated in confusion. They're all naked, human friend Steve clarified, lifting his finger to point at the wall. Current human friend Steve was staring at the recording with a look of dawning horror on his face that was making the current Krusk rather uncomfortable. Who are all naked? Hollow Krusk asked. All the Trisk, he replied in a slow, dull tone that was contradicted by another giggle. They are all naked dancing, he giggled again. We do not make a habit of clothing, she replied, but who exactly is dancing naked? Hollow friend Steve blinked slowly at the wall, then gave another giggle, and then slowly slumped back against his pillow. The next sound he made was clearly a snore. Cross stopped the recording and looked up at human friend Steve expectantly. Picks, she said firmly. So it happened. Now, what trisk were you speaking of? Human friend Steve groaned and dropped his face into his hands. He muttered something about being too early for this, though he did not specify what this was. Shall we discuss the naked trisk at lunch then? Krusk asked. Sure, sure, human friend Steve replied. Just uh, before that, look up sleepwalking and sleep talking in humans and psi database. Very well, Krusk said. Enjoy your breakfast, human friend Steve. And please, don't show that recording to anyone else, he requested as she left. I'll never live that one down. End of story number three.